Listen, I'm just glad those other girls didn't realize what you are. Hmm. Thank you. I feel the same way. Let me right here to you. Got a new release on life. Came to no surprise to me that you would be my wife. Not at all. The laws of attraction brought you to me. I dreamed about you. My obsession of you consumed me. I didn't know your name, so I called you her. If I claimed it loud enough, I knew it would occur. Surrounded by my friends' love while I'm married to this loneliness. Showing joy for them, but drowning in my hopelessness. But no more. Prayers answered, you came to me. When I didn't think Cupid was taking aim to me I can't promise you perfection I can promise you that you my one and only No collection You wanna one baby love What's good everybody It is your favorite MC Slash favorite RT you should already know who it is. You should already know what I am your favorite of. But if you don't know, it is your man. I am a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Mr. 2022. And I want to thank everybody and welcome everybody back to the Black and Red Room. As I said, I am your host, Iron Imp. And this is the first year, excuse me, first episode of this year. And I had to think about this for a while. How do I want to start this new year? This podcast is 40 episodes deep, which is pretty dope. Not going to lie. 52 episodes in a week. I started this probably around, I think the first episode ever was October of 2020. Remember that year? Shit. <laughs> Something good came out of that. And I'm pretty proud of it. I'm pretty proud of my baby. And I was curious how I'm going to start this episode today. Given that this is episode number 41 and this is episode number one of the new year, where do I want to go? Now, this episode is going to be a little bit thrown together on the fly. As many of you guys know, as everybody should know, if you don't know, I'm not really sure what kind of bubble you live in. If you <laughs> if that's some type of app, let me know because I'm willing to hide for a bit. COVID is fucking everything up. Now, I don't want to jinx myself, so I'm not going to say what my status is or has been. However, even though that might be kind of jinxing myself, a lot of my family members, just like a lot of people out there, have been um, positive with this. My family members are older, as in like 90 and up. And then my dad is, you know, 64, but he's like a 95-year-old, 64-year-old, 5-year-old. Ah, take a shot to my dad. Boom, boom. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> and so shout out to my pop show it is what it is so it's been really busy and plus you know guys I, you guys know i do work healthcare favorite rt and while it hasn't been like a bomb covid wise where i work at it has been pretty stressful so for about two weeks i've been like all right i'm gonna sit down i want to go over a recap of my firstborn deep dog twitter iron not go over every episode, but kind of go in a little more depth and recap a little bit of what I went over last year. Deep Thoughts with Iron is a podcast that it spans everywhere. When people ask me, what's your show about? And it's not a good sales pitch. Hence, people, I'm not, I am not a, um, a marketer. 
I need help. <laughs> I have many talents. Marketing and advertisement is not one of them. And when they ask me, what is your show about? I just be like, yo, it's about everything. That's basically it's about nothing. So if you have any ideas, any of my listeners that have listened to most, shoot me an email, DM me, text me, call me, put a, you know, a, a sign in the sky from a plane smoke, whatever. Give me something because deep thoughts when I in goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. And I wanted to recap some of my favorite episodes because, like I said, one episode, I can be talking about socks that you put on your feet, interviewing the 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 owner of a company that produces socks that help you get better grip when you fucking, <laughs> you know, I talk about porn addiction. I go all over the place. I interview women about, you know, how do you submit dating, many different aspects of dating and even just a little personal stuff about myself. You know, little experiences that I've had. Um, one episode that I put on my Instagram is one of my favorite titles. The episode itself was I, but I really enjoyed the title. A rapper, a Filipino girl, and a Texan walk into a gay bar. That's pretty dope. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get into that. I wanted to kind of break down episodes that I don't think people really understood where I was coming from. Because if there is one thing that I did learn about this this game and you know i saw it from outside and i've been guilty of it myself a lot of people jump to conclusions before they even know what the fuck i'm talking about they read the title one title and you know you got to put certain provocative titles to garner certain attention because you have to stand out in one episode in particular it's called um i like white women and I knew what I was doing with that. That was put there on purpose. I have been, I've caught fire all of my life. And I've said this in other episodes because for the most part, I have varied, like I've had only two real girlfriends. Now I have a third, but I've only really had two real girlfriends so far, like really long term or plans for really long term. One was black, one was Dominican. I have dealt with a lot of women of all different flavors since then not a lot of black women i would say if you want to put numbers on it i would say maybe 40 percent of my total interactions have been black women lifetime and you know you can sprinkle in everything else in between that and i've always caught heat for that you know, oh, you don't like black women and blah, 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 bro. I like everything. And, you know, I, I like to throw this card out. Sometimes my friends make fun of me because for throwing it out there. But it's a big Trump card. I proposed to a black woman. So the narrative of you don't like black women kind of used to annoy me, which is why I did that episode. And I knew saying I like women, I like white women would gather certain attention and energy. And boy, did that shit gather certain energy. And. You know, I've had people that listen to that episode, like Stephanie, her name is Stephanie, that's what I'm going to say. She listened to it from front, middle to end and came with her problems with the episode. And I have nothing but respect for her because she listened. But I can literally name probably about 35 people that text me, roasting me, that didn't listen to a fucking minute. Or, yeah, I started it, but then it started to get on my nerves. So I kind of wanted to, you just missed an opportunity to listen to one of my better episodes. So I wanted to kind of sit here and kind of give a cliff notes on some of my favorite episodes, even though I'm kind of talking a lot now. But I don't got the fucking energy for that shit. <laughs> I'm tired. 
word up. But I'm I'm focused. 2022 is going to be a major year for us. And when I say us, I really mean me. But when I say us, I also mean the guys and the ladies that support me, promote me, pass me on, listen, download, all of that. It's It's amazing. So I'm trying to get into this, to a routine every Monday, 6 a.m., get people to realize something's coming out every Monday, 6 a.m. Listen to it on your way to work. Listen to it on your way getting off of work, you know. So I wanted to put this out to kind of put that in motion. I wasn't able to last week, but we're here today. So let's let's just go quickly into why did I even start this? Initially, it was to keep me busy. Moment of self, moment of self-reflection and, 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 and giving you a part of, you know, behind a curtain. Various points in time, I do like my vodka, not my vodka. I like whiskey. I like my beer. And at times I have taken too many Ambien. When I started this, I was kind of recovering at the end stage of recovering from a, a long heartbreak, lack of a better word. And when I had gone through that before, back in 2016, 15, I got very self-destructive. And to keep me from going back down that path, music was cool, but music comes and goes. With me, my creativity comes and goes. I don't want to say that, but like writer's block is there more often than it isn't. It just so happens when I am open, I'll write an album in two days. I'll write Whatever I want fast because I can think fast. I, can, I Sometimes I think faster than I can write. So it wasn't a consistent form of therapy. And then with COVID coming in, even though that came a little bit later, a lot of work going on. No, COVID was 2020. So with COVID coming in and everything like that, the gym wasn't the outlet that I had either. So I decided to do a podcast. Keep me out of trouble. If I'm sitting here. First, building the black room, painting it, getting things that I need, learning the equipment. It kept me from sitting there popping an ambient pill because I can't sleep and it gets me kind of high. Or drinking whiskey because, you know, my excuse is it puts me to sleep. That's from Dr. Della. Let me focus on something. I can't do good stuff. And I don't like to put anything that's not good in my eyes, at least. Y'all don't have to like everything, but I have to have somewhat of a pride in it. It'd keep me busy, and it did. It kept me focused throughout the day, you know, in between weeks or how often I would try to put an episode out. It kept the wheels turning, you know, and for the most part, it's done its job. It's been stressful. It's definitely been a, even this episode, I was thinking all week, I'm like, damn, how am I going to do this? It's not an easy thing. It's something that I love doing. I enjoy it. It's bringing me a lot of different avenues of opportunity that I didn't really have before, which is dope. Yo, side note, I met somebody recently that I never, I don't, I don't know this person at all. I don't have any connection with this person at all. We just happened to have met somewhere. We were talking. Person said, yo, your voice is familiar. And I said, yeah, the little music on the side. And he's like, nah, it's not really that. Do you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah, deep thoughts with it. And he finished it. It's like iron. And I was like, yo, it's no better feeling than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's hard because, as I said earlier in this interview, in this episode, I'm not an advertisement guru. I'm not a marketing guru. I rely on my friends and my people. 
my people to be word of mouth. And that's not always the most dependable. Actually, it's not dependable majority. And that's one thing I had to learn through this process. But it's something that I've been learning for a long time. Nobody owes you shit. Nobody is guaranteed. Your best friends are not guaranteed to be or don't have to be your marketing team. They simply don't. Is it, is it expected? I think so, because if you my people and you put something out, I'm going to push your shit to the death. Pause. You know, it's not always like that. Plus, everybody else got their own shit going on. Something else I had to realize is like people have things going on in their lives, you know, and it's not they're intentionally not passing shit on to you, though. There are a couple of people, specific people, and I've approached them about this, that I do take certain gripes with because. A lot of them sit there and send me shit on Instagram all fucking day. And I'm like, all right, cool. Have you ever sent one of my things? I've never seen you post one of my joints. And that I do take out of offense to. I'm not going to lie. They don't owe me shit, but I see you putting up shit that's not really much better than (laughs) what I'm doing. Or it's much worse than what I'm doing. But you're pushing that along, which is a whole different psychology that I just don't kind of understand. You know, that's why I'm big on the support your own. But anyway. I learned that, you know, be patient. It will build. It will build. It will definitely reach certain areas. And it only takes one or two of the right people to grab on to the to the wave and then to skyrocket. And all them people before that wasn't really, really, really doing what you thought that you would hope, that really aren't doing what you hoped they would, they'll jump aboard. But either way, I had to learn it's not guaranteed and it's not old i don't look at any of these people less as less of my friends i kind of do look at it with a eh, but again nobody owes me shit that was probably the biggest thing i learned about this second biggest thing i learned during this process is really networking networking is very important that's why i try to take my time to reach out to other people that have podcasts i want to come on your show come on my show your episode i mean your fan base becomes mine mine becomes yours and that's that's come with varying different varying levels of success. Shout out to those who have definitely said, yo, we're gonna do this, let's make it happen, and have stuck with it. There have been times that people have flopped. I have flopped. So I'm not trying to act like I'm perfect here. So shout out to all of you guys that are showing that support. And also shout out to y'all that I have reached out to do the show many times. And either one girl, I was very excited, and again, I'm not taking shots at her. Good luck with everything with you. We set up a date three different times. Three different times she stood me up. It's kind of fucked up. But I don't forget things. But it was also motivating because it's like, okay, you need to learn. Now, you were planning on having her on and she she kind of ditched you. Where was your backup plan? Where was your plan C? Where was your plan D? And it's, again, that kind of taught me just in general how to prepare for everything. Because I don't have many much time off. I don't have a lot of solo time. So that kind of threw my whole fucking day off. Then that threw my whole night off the other two times. I mean, I stopped requesting. Again, no problems with her. Do your thing. Um, maybe I'll see you on the flip. When this reaches Joe Rogan numbers, can I say you'll be on the show? Probably not. But <laughs> ooh, we petty today. 2022. But that was something that I learned. And... You know, having the ability to kind of be like water, be fluid in any situation. It's a positive. It's a good way to add to life. You know what I'm saying? And a good lesson to learn 
that I can apply to life going forward with anything I'm doing. At the moment, I'm presently in a state where I can kind of acknowledge, but I haven't wanted to acknowledge it publicly. I'm stuck in a spot career wise because I'm as in my real actual career right now, because I'm a little scared and I'm and I'm comfortable and that's not good. There's so much money out there for healthcare right there. And while I can't do but so much because I have to take care of my old folks when in need, I'm kind of using that as a crutch and as an excuse, built an excuse to not go and get this contract money. Why? Because my job is cool. I like my job. I really like my coworkers. But I'm also used to the routine. And that's cost me tens of thousands of dollars. This podcast kind of forces me to get out of that comfort zone. You know, I have to get out here and do an episode every time that I, I I'm going to say every week is that's what I'm going to do. Let's put that in the air. Let's, let's put words into action and put bring words to life. I have to get out of a comfort zone and try to reach out to people and continuously ask people to be on the show that have maybe not responded or, you know, say we'll do it and then I don't hear from them or continuously ask people to be on their show and ask for advice and humble myself and go into topics that honestly, while I will talk about pretty much everything, that doesn't mean my comfort level is at a hundred percent with everything. And this podcast has taught me how to do that. And it's dope. You know, there's over 2 million, last I checked, 2 million podcasts up right now. And to get into this space, while it's not super, 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 super saturated, it's pretty saturated. And it's also forced me to think outside the box a little bit. How do I make myself stand out? That's why I try to come up with titles like um, Sniff Test and a Porn Star. No, that's not what it's called. Two Sniff Test and a Porn Star. One of my favorite episodes ever. I'm not going to lie. Go check that out. That's episode 39. Or Sex Slaves, Ventilators, and Cuddling with Other Men. You know, I feel like these kind of things, damn bitch, you broke my heart. Which somebody hit me up and was like, oh, that's your titles are so misogynistic. That's fine. That's how you interpret it. I can't tell you how to interpret how you feel. Talk to me about it. Let's get into it. You know, but at the end of the day, it is my show and I'm not conforming to meet the norms and to not hurt people's feelings. Your feelings are that easy to hurt. I'm not saying this person's feelings are hurt. I'm not saying that, but I'm sh- I've heard shit about my topics. <laughs> if you get hurt, then it's not for you. You know, this, I don't live in a world of, um, I don't want to offend anybody. I will never offend anybody on purpose. But if I tell you I like Nikes and you are an avid Adidas person, and me talking about Nikes hurt your feelings, well, then go listen to an Adidas podcast. This shit ain't for you, fam. <laughs> totally forgot my point. I'm over here looking through my episodes. Dating gave me PTSD. I mean, there's so many episodes that I wish I could go through. And maybe when I come back, I will. Because I do want you guys to hear certain episodes that will help me stand out from those two million other podcasts. And it's tough because you can't listen to all of them. You have to find your 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 fan base or get a fan base. Marketing is tough. When you have an oversaturation, again, I don't think it's I think it has so much more room to grow. But I think it's almost like rap. There's so many people out here now with a microphone that claim they that can just get out there and put music out. Then when you're sending this to DJs and producers and artists on Instagram and posting or you, you, you do have somebody that's spreading, oh, my man, rap, which is why I tell people, if you're going to promote me, don't say you know me. Just promote it like you would promote anything else. People tend to not believe it because everybody got a fucking access, got access to a microphone. Everybody's not good. So shit gets lost in the fucking 
in, in a wave, you know? So I have to try to figure out a way to, to, to stand, to stand out from everybody. And I think I have some of the tools to do that. I think I have the voice to do that. I just built a new studio. So this quality is about to get a lot better. A new studio, an extension to the black and red room, better equipment. That's coming soon. Just waiting for a little piece to, you know, soundproof the, um, to, to treat the room a little bit. But this thing, it's, it's motivated me. And I tell anybody who wants to start one, even with so much competition out there, jump in because it's therapeutic as well. I've learned so much. When I did the, um, to sniff test a porn star, which is really about, you know, I talk about what I like in porn, my favorite genres, my favorite porn stars, but I also get into how, you know, the addiction part of it and everything like that. Researching that topic, I learned so much in general. I even had to look at myself. Am I porn? Am I porn addicted? Because watch, during, while I was researching that episode, the final night, I definitely turned one on and I had a good time. It was a good scene. I'm not going to lie. It was a really good scene. It was on a yacht. <laughs> I think it was on a yacht, right? And we'll get onto that a little bit later. I'm actually doing a topic on my life a month without porn. It started January 1st. We'll, we'll dig into that a little bit later. But it, it certainly has given me something to focus on, and I want everybody to do it. And if you have questions, if I can answer, I'll be more than happy to. Again, this episode was really thrown together, and I almost kind of want to put this as a point five. Like, what would this be? Episode forty-one point five. But at the end of the day, I wanted to put something out. Going forward, there's going to be better interviews, more interviews with more interesting people. I totally understand why Gillian Wallow, when he started Million Dollars Worth a Game. They really had a lot of episodes, most of the episodes until they brought in like um, um, Devin Wade and a couple of other like guests. There were two of them and you can tell they were kind of running out of topics. This shit ain't easy. It's really hard without a producer, without somebody to help you interview while people do give me ideas for episodes. And I thank you guys for that. Some of them I'm working on. It's very hard to come up with topics and want to research them. You know, I don't want to get into the manosphere shit. And I'm going to do an episode about that as well. I'll talk about point of views, certain men, myself, and, you know, I try to represent whoever I f- falls under the flag. But the manosphere space is not something that I want to get into, even though it's very lucrative. Doing things like reaction videos, while there's nothing wrong with that, not really what I want to do, you know. Not to say that didn't people put any less research into what they're talking about or what they're saying is less valuable. To me, it's a little bit, it, it's just not what I want to do at the moment. So I have to come up with topics that's going to intrigue people. I got to come up with topics that I can research and speak about with a certain level of intelligence, of intelligence. Talk about topics that if it has something that should have another opinion on it, find a guest that's willing to do that. And I think for the most part, without a producer, without having a background in podcasting, I've had some fucking dope, dope guests, dope topics. Whether that's talking to a man that grew up in a West Indian household and he's homosexual. Talking with a soldier, trigger warning, a soldier, uh, a veteran who was sexually assaulted by her superior officer and also sexually assaulted by civilians. She talked about what happened prior, during, after and what happened to them. I had to, you know, speaking of the manosphere, I had somebody come in. That is a therapist, a licensed therapist. Talk about 
the Kevin Samuels sphere. I think I've done a great job of um, reaching across the waters. I had uh, one of the top artists in Australia, IMA, on my episode, Australian Women Live Too Far. She's hot. She lives in fucking Australia. Good episode, you know. And I've also dug in episodes that represent men. Like I had a man on who was going through custody and child support issues with a woman that really, again, is his story, her story, and truth. His story I heard too many times. Women like that deserve to be put in jail for life, in my opinion, that keep their children from their father, especially black children. But I had a conversation with a man. I had that, It was so crazy. His story was so crazy. I actually had to change his voice. That shit took me like eight or nine hours to edit. Fine. Perfect. Representing men with sexual assault. It happens to us too. There's a lot of times men have been put in sexual in positions where women want to have sex with them. And we don't really want to. But saying no comes with so much stigma or we're called gay. What are you, gay? You know, or. Even situation where I thought because I turned a woman down that she was going to say that I raped her, you know, because this uh, rejection is not something that is handled very well by the opposite sex. And I know men don't handle it well either. They do some dumb shit, but it doesn't always have to be tit for tat. I'm just saying women don't really deal with rejection. Well, I spoke about that sexual performance anxiety. We've all had issues where we couldn't get our dick up, fellas. All of us, every single one of us will be shot, shot quick. But it was also informative for women because in my experience, because I went through that for months with my ex-girlfriend, went to therapy for it. I knew, and it's happened before, you know, it happens every now and then. There is a certain level of insecurity that comes. Is it me? Is he not attracted to me? Did I do something wrong? And I wanted to do that episode to really let it be known. It's not always about what you are and aren't doing. Sometimes the shit just ain't, ain't working right. These are little things that I really talked about and this season coming up or this year coming up is going to be so much more. I hope you guys can go and check out some of the older episodes. Um, some of my favorite ones are Don't Touch the Privates Privates, which is the one about uh, the sexual assault of a veteran. Thank you for your service. Um, episode 16 is I'm happy, comma, he's gay. That's why I spoke. I speak with Deshaun. Um, a gay young man that grew up in a, a household, a West Indian household, and you know how difficult that potentially can be. Shut up and suction, where I kind of brushed, even though that could have been a much longer episode and I could have went in major depth and detail. That was episode 10. I was still learning. Um, and I thought I had like a 20-minute cap on the episode. That was a dope episode. Sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought because I was thinking about something that happened today. I'll get to that later. No dick for you, lady, which, again, has to do with reverse sexual assault, even though I think reverse should be the right term. And forest fires for you people out there going out and meeting people on dating apps and fucking raw the first date. Trust me, that has been an option many a nights and I have turned it down every time, <laughs> every time, you know, every time because it, it upsets me. Every time I've turned that shit down or people who meet somebody and they like and they stop using condoms without getting tested. Yeah, that's not that's not smart. Um, I've been guilty of that one time. <laughs> so anyway, please, people, definitely make sure that you check out Deep Thoughts with Iron. This year is going to be a good year. This is the first episode, but this is like 
This is almost like a pilot. This is like a point five. This one doesn't really count. You can hear it in my voice too. I'm kind of shot. I'm not even going to edit this shit. I'm just putting this one out. But let me also say this. If there's something that you people want out there, go for it. If there's somebody that you're having a problem with, and it's really not that big of a deal, resolve it. At least attempt to. I have tried to practice that myself. There's only one person in this world that I can say I've probably had an issue with. Unfortunately, it's a family member. I have actually, I have given up on trying to reconcile that, but I'm at peace because I've made more than enough attempts to do that. And I say that because we all see what happened in 2020, 2021. We have a resurgence, even though there's not as many deaths. But this shit goes fast. I'm recording this January 9th, 2022. Here in the Bronx, there was a major fire where a lot of people died. One of the people that died, I was the RT for. And I sat there while this person died. And I literally gave this person the very last breath they ever took in this fucking life. I gave them. Put things into perspective. Everybody, even I think it was yesterday, there was a rock, a cliff face that fell into a body of water and killed, what, 20 people or something like that? That fast. That fast. Everybody's life changes or ends. That fast. The course of everything changed. And if it's something that's small, little grudges. And again, I'm trying to take this and apply it to my fear of getting out of my comfort zone. This shit changes fast people please grab that dream that you want and just go for it because there is also a time where you're going to be like damn i wish i did that 2020 showed me that i wish i traveled more because i didn't travel much and then the world closed and what did i do i went to colombia mexico new orleans uh jamaica like i made sure that i got out and i hope all you guys get the opportunity to do the same grab your dreams Grab that opportunity. Try it. Just try it. Try to rebuild the fence with somebody that you might have an issue with. Because at the end of the day, it's probably not that serious. I'm a little preaching there, but today was a hard day. And I probably had it the easiest out of, well, I definitely had it the easiest out of everybody that was involved in that. So, prayers up to you guys. Um, My name is Iron. We're going to have a fucking great year. I promise you that. Peace.